Okay, great. Well, um, thank you, Ricky, for coming on the Adrian and Julie podcast. <laughs> um, we are so happy to have you on as a guest. So can you just tell us a bit about what you do on TikTok and, and how you made your name? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. No worries. Um, by the way, congratulations on the show. Um, oh, thank looking you. Looking forward to the, the chat. Yes. Uh, so my name's Ricky. Um, not a lot of people know my real name is actually Thomas. <laughs> oh. Yes, I discovered that doing some research. <laughs> that it was, that's Thomas, yeah. Yeah, look, how it started was um, my wife was coming home from work one day in 2018 at the end of it, and she said, hey, I see all these ads uh, on the billboards about TikTok, yeah. um, and I downloaded it, and it's pretty cool. There's, yeah. like, all these short videos, and they're really interesting. So, so she said, why don't you download it? Um, you're a bit creative, aren't you? Yeah. So at that stage, you know, I've, I'd always been watching YouTube and, you know, a lot of media, but I never really kind of created anything myself. Yeah. So I, I decided to download it and within five minutes I was hooked. Yeah. I was already like, wow, this is amazing. And and I'd, I'd already missed the train on, um, on Instagram. So I thought, okay, well, I'll use this sound and I'll make a little video. So I yep. made a video with my daughter at the train station. Yeah. And um, yeah, about seven hours later, I got an, a, a notification that I had 25 views. Oh, and I man. said, oh my God, I don't have any followers. <sighs> 25, who are these oh, 25 people? Exactly. Yeah. So I already, I, I'd already made it. Like in, on the yeah. first day, I already yeah. thought, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Like, is this the way it's going to be? So naturally, um, I just started to mess around with it uh, during that week. And um, I think I'd made like 15 videos that week already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was just so fun. Yeah. So at the beginning there was no rhyme. There was no reason. It was just like, wow, this app is cool. Exploring. This is fun. Yeah. 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 So it seems like you're just kind of like pushing to see where, you know, things will pick up and having fun with it. Absolutely. So, look, I, I think that's the um, that was the secret to our success in the beginning. Um, yeah. There, there was no expectations. It was purely for the joy of creating and putting yourself out there on the platform. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, as the as you know things started to pick up, um, obviously the the uh, the competitive person inside me mm. uh, wanted to iterate make things better and see if I could push it further. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I started off with comedy. Um, the original idea of the Chains family was um, I, I made myself a, a pseudonym because my name's Thomas Chung. Yes. So, but I didn't want to put my name out there. So yeah. I yeah. thought, okay, um, you know, the people on t uh, YouTube, you know, some of them have like this alter ego. Yeah. So, yeah. I imagined um, I was doing comedy. So I imagined myself as a Chinese businessman that always wore a suit. Um, yeah. and he wore, but he wore chains like, like hip hop chains. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the idea was uh, to be this Chinese businessman that kind of like made it in China, but then came to Australia to kind of pursue a, a rap career. Yes. And his name was Ricky Chains. Oh my god, that's how it comes about. And when, when did when when did you start that channel? Uh, so at the end of two thousand and eighteen. 
18 oh, wow. yeah, so, so you yeah. definitely come in very early in Australia because I think that's probably like the first year or second year of work. It, was, it was the first month that it came out. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, yeah, because I'm getting now like a pattern of just timing. It always seems like it's, you know, kind of stamped mark. And your your mark was 2018 and then, you know, we spoke to a fellow creator and it, he started around the same time as Adrian. Yeah. So which is like 2020, 1920. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you That's feel so. like for people listening out there, it's very time sensitive when you get on the platform or will there always be kind of another TikTok just around the corner? Um, look, in terms of TikTok, it's an um, it's definitely an, an uh, anomaly. Um, look, TikTok has been uh, it's mature already in China, and by the mm-hmm. time that it came to the West, it it was already like past where we are now. Yeah, yeah, right. So they already had live stream shopping. They they already had influencers making like hundreds of millions of dollars through their lives just uh, doing yeah. lives. Lives. Yeah, because um, there's this dude in China mm. that like does lipsticks. Yeah, in four times. Do you know yeah. which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. Got pulled down because of anyway. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> no, <I laughs> something didn't. about yeah. something about a cake that looked like a tank during a very sensitive period oh, in China. Oh right, <laughs> but that Miss, dude, Mister Lipsticks. Like, Yes, yeah, he was like Mr. Lipstick. Yeah, he's and he, making millions. Yeah, he so sells he, things in 30 seconds or something like that. Yes, yes. So he would be like um, any lipstick number would yeah. be his thing, right? Yeah. So like all of these specific numbers, all of it gone. Yeah. You're going to be the just, chains guy. You're going to yeah, be selling chains. So is, <laughs> is that kind of where you see yourself? Like, you know, we, when you talk about like the trajectory of TikTok, do you see like more of the e-commerce side of things? Yeah, oh, it's, def- it's coming. It's definitely yeah. coming. I was mm. just back from Indonesia and it's already all out in Indonesia. Everyone's already selling hotcakes, like selling everything through the, you know, they call it the 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 cart, the yellow cart. So you press, press the yellow cart down there. Like they just yeah. kept saying that. <laughs> so will you like, will, will you think like for, for you, like, you know, I don't know, Adrian's like around food. Like, mm. will you just gravitate to sell what you love? Is that like the whole idea of it? Like, you know, come with me shopping and, you know, here I am at, you know, this sneaker store and here are these sneakers? Or is it just like randomly chatting and then people are like, oh, that looks cool behind him, you know, and then, oh, I'll buy that. Is that how it would work? Yeah. Um, look, that's that's definitely how it would work. Um uh, from what I know is you can watch a video if you, you're wearing a pair of shoes or <clears throat> if you've got a product yeah. there. People can yeah, actually exactly. pause the video, uh, tap on the actual product and buy it straight from your Shopify store. Like, And it's integrated in-app, so it doesn't throw you to another domain. Ah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, because yeah, I have a lot of Chinese mates who it just becomes second nature to them mm. and like even live streaming, like that whole concept for them, it's just like, yeah, that's what yeah. people do. Like, you know, I, I remember like coming across a story about a guy in rural China and he was like borderline going to go bankrupt yeah. and then he started doing live streaming during the pandemic. Mm. That's what saved the business is that you don't you don't have to go to these cities anymore. You yeah. can just sell like, you know, even rice or sell whatever's going on yeah. 
Yeah, like, but I do find like the one in China though, the reason why people buy on live streaming because the deal are insane. It's like 80% off, 90% off of like whatever uh, expensive product there is. Yeah, Asians yeah. love bargains. I know, that's, that's why, that's why. It's like selling like hotcakes there. So I'd be quite curious as to how it becomes in Australia because we are less commercial, like, you know, the, the population for TikTok is less like, they don't like being commercial. They don't like being advertised. Like, you know, they're more like um, organic kind of content kind of people. Oh, is that okay? Sorry, battery, battery. of the camera. <laughs> um, we're, we're talking about live streaming in China and, um, yeah, like your, your thoughts about it. So, like, if someone wanted to get involved, like, you know, and catch it now because we're in Australia, like, what would they need to do? Yeah, definitely. Um, look, from what I've uh, gleaned from the whole situation, um, TikTok really wanted to encourage people to live stream. So yeah. if you've already got a following or, or if you, even if you're starting off, um, live streaming should be a part of your repertoire. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it is for, for, the oppor- <clears throat> for the opportunity. But um, the reality is not everyone is suited to live stream. Mm. Um, yeah, because look, it is tiring. You have to be kind of on the whole time. Um, Mm. it's like a TV show. You need to have kind of scheduled programming. Um, the days, the days of sitting in front of the camera and doing nothing is kind of disappearing because, you know, there are so many other live streams with more engaging kind of, um, segments, uh, more engaging kind of, um, like concepts. So if you're if you're going to be sitting around and doing nothing and expecting people to kind of donate and buy stuff from you, um, I think that's not going to happen uh, no. for for very much longer. Yes. Yeah, because it seems like it's like an amalgamation of like um, I have a few Twitch people that I chat to, and they're like, you know been doing it for eons and the way they run the show because it's all live is incredible like the way they speak to the fans Mm -hmm. the way they interact and it's so second nature to them like I can see them really like taking off right doing the live streaming because you know you'll play a song you get an audience request and then like you know he could you know have like something in the background as well like you know, oh, by the way, mm. you know, these are the sneakers that I like, this is something I like. And you would do that. Like, yeah. I would totally do that for a lot of, like, the content creators I follow in, like, YouTube and TikTok. Mm. Yeah. Because you, you feel like you yes. know them, right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And so is that where... It's definitely a skill set. It's It doesn't really come naturally. Even even for us, um, we, we're pumping out, like, tons of content. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty comfortable in front of the camera when it's kind of, um, yeah, like planned out. Yeah. But yeah, live because, you, 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 yes, exactly. You're live, literally. So there is an etiquette and there is a skill set to be learned there. And, um, yeah, you just really have to do it to, to, to learn how to do it. Yeah, That's yeah. True. And, like, yeah, so is that kind of where you, you see yourself? Like, first of all, I know that you come from, you're not, you know, weren't born in Australia. You were born in, like, rural China. Then you moved to Hong Kong and then you came to Australia and then you got your grandma involved, you know, on, on social media. And, like, how is she coping with, like, you know, the 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 entourage, you know, that everyone knows her Did face. Did you get noticed, noticed in the streets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, look, um, in the first year when we were growing, um, yes, look, because we grew so quickly, uh, yeah, the whole world knew her. Like, um, 
we would be like accosted at uh, Westfields all the time. Yeah. Hey, oh my God, it's Franny and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, uh, we slowed down a lot like in the recent years and we're, we're just picking back up right now. Um, yeah, so less so now. But yeah, yeah, when we were coming up really quickly, yes, we, we were recognized all the time. And look, Granny loves it. She she loves the fame. Um, look, she's getting on in years now. She, she's she's ninety six years old this year. So wow, yeah. So look, she's not as mobile or active anymore. Um, but yeah, we we still have fun doing it. And you were saying earlier that you're starting to pivot. What yes. kind of strategy pivot strategy are you doing? Yeah, or so, you can look, be so, as ambiguous or, or as clear as you want. If it's yeah, still yeah, that's fine. Planning. That's fine. So look, um, with our main channel, um, we, we're going to keep it as it is. Um, I, I guess this is like a shrine to my grandma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like for, for the memory of this is what we did during the time that we had. Yeah. So, and obviously it wouldn't make sense to pivot there or uh, right now because it's quite established. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, look, um, the last few years I've just been so baffled by the speed of short form video. And yes. the opportunities for businesses there. Yeah. That um, <clears throat> I started a new channel called Ricky Difference. Oh. So, yes, um, I, I started that maybe two weeks ago, and yeah. um, this is where I um, <clears throat> I share all of my insights on the opportunities on how to use the um, platform to actually get business, um, do a business, you know, sell, um, and it's mainly geared towards consultants. Uh, coaches and um, service-based businesses. So for anyone that wants to leverage the platform to kind of, you know, start a business or sell their own selves and yep. sell yeah. their businesses, yeah, like this is where I kind of like, yeah, share my learnings and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, because that's like a massive um, segment, isn't it? Like I was watching Gary Vee yesterday because mm. like off the back of you and he was just chatting about like YouTube shorts and you know, reels and, you know, different types of things. And he's always, like, at the heartbeat of what goes on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he was just saying that to businesses, like, businesses will come to him and that, like, you know, it's been operating and it's, like, a print media business and he's, like, you know, Gary, what do we do? And then he's, like, look, you've got to do four TikToks, you know, daily yeah. and you've got to, you know, and it's, like, look, I'm telling you, if you wanted to give me ingredients about how to get fit, I'll tell you how to get fit and this is how you get fit like yep. from a business perspective. So is that like similar to what you bring to the table? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so what people still, look, a lot of people have already caught on to it. You know, obviously social media and Instagram opened the world to a new way of doing business. Yeah. But a lot of people don't realise, you know, a lot of the people who are still kind of behind, they don't realise that this is going to be the only way to do business yeah, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if you don't get on this and get good at it, or even just learn some basic kind of um, knowledge on what's going on, yeah, um, yeah. nobody's going to Companies and business. Well, companies are going to get decimated. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're going to get destroyed because they won't know what hit them. Um, we we are shifting from the old way of doing business to the new way of doing business, and digital platforms and digital kind of selling. Is is has grown to about seventy percent of all marketing. Yeah, so it's crazy. And it's kind of halted because of COVID even more. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, like the people who don't, I mean, get good at it. You know, like 
you, you pretty much have to learn a new way of doing business now to even yeah. be stay relevant. Yeah. yeah. And so, like how yeah. like how would you say, like if you know, if there was a client that's out there or a business, like what are some simple things to kind of get good? Like I know that, you know, you have the secret sauce, Adrian has a secret sauce, but like for anyone out there, is it like really hard to get the secret sauce? Or is it no. just something that you yeah? Well, here's here's the thing, like um all the information is out there, but it's all yeah. scattered, you know? Yeah. It's all scattered. So look, the reason why I love um, like coaching and taking courses myself, I, I spent mm-hmm. over twenty thousand dollars on courses this month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I buy courses like it's water because yeah. uh, you can't have enough information these days. And mm. the difference between people who do it and the people who fall behind is the access to information. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get so, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. So look, if you if you want to get from point A to B and you want to do it quickly, mm-hmm. um, what you don't do is go on YouTube and take bits of information from this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. And then you confuse yourself because you're like, yeah. well, how does this all relate to where I want to go? Like, how am I? There's no roadmap. You're kind of like stitching a little road that may lead to nowhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas with coaching, like you find a guy who's done it and you look at his results and, or, or her results and you're like, that's what I want. This yeah. guy's yeah. making twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, let me just buy that roadmap from them and f- yeah. that's it. And then you just follow the roadmap and you get there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, that's the quick way to do it. Like you, you can buy the cheat codes to success. No, I get I get what you mean because like I'm a really big fan of like Graham Stephan and he does like YouTube and personal finance. And like at first it was like, you know, you get down a rabbit hole of like, okay, he does personal finance and like I like the way he's kind of broadened out to finance news and then he's got a whole network of friends, you know, meet Kevin, um, and then he's kind of helping other influencers. But he does a course and, you know, anyone that's like bought the course is saying what you're saying is like this is amazing. He's kind of been able to really like even nut out and meet Kevin has the same course where they'll just, it's like a curriculum but it's, you know, 50 videos, Mm. short videos of how they've done it. Are you yeah, absolutely. branching out to YouTube? Uh, yes, definitely. So I'm yeah. building my personal brand at the moment. Look, yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I started my channel two weeks ago. So yeah. there is a certain um, type of iteration that needs to happen within the early stages. You yes. still need yeah. to kind of, you, you need to define your audience and that takes a little while because it's not yeah. just like, oh, I want to reach this person and then magically you're just going to reach that person no. like yeah. default. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I'm, I'm refining my message right now and then, yeah, once I've got, once I find something that resonates with my audience, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to build out omnipresence. So yeah. Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, and, and that's it. That's, that's kind of how it's done. Yeah. 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 So your journey, new journey, 2022, 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And how, like, do you think it's hard created to make money like in terms of monetization and like being able to make a living off it because as you said we're at a crossroads now where the the old thing way of doing things is completely you know we're starting into a new way of doing things like you know what what would be your advice out there for creators that want to make it their full-time gig yeah absolutely so look um it's simple but it's not easy 
No. So nothing worth doing is easy. So, um, but it's the same as riding a bike. You need to fall off and you need to pick yourself back up. Um, but look, my thing is you need to have the right information. If yeah. you're, if you got to figure out who you're listening to, you got to actually listen to a multiple different points of views and figure mm-hmm. out which one is the right one. Because yeah. there's a lot of charlatans out there, like, like pumping this, pumping that. And look, it might work for some people, but it probably won't work for you. Yeah. So you need to actually look around and figure out like who is credible and follow the advice that actually like, uh, yeah, goes uh, the, the best with your style. Mm. So I guess the idea is um, it's, it's definitely not easy like anything else, but mm. it's even harder to stay the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, you, if, you, if you stay the same and you're like, oh, you're still doing print media and like if it's not working and if you're doing things and things aren't happening, it's way harder to do that than just learn a new skill and get on board with a new style and then start getting results. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Like, and Gary Vee t- touched on, like, the idea of insecurity. Like, you know, he'll he'll have these big business conferences and then he'll be like, look, I guarantee you 95% of people won't go home and do what I say. Mm. And what's the problem with this? It kind of starts with insecurity and his kind of philosophy is you can, you don't have to be great. You know, you don't have to be yeah. great to, and I think sometimes like even posting you just worry about what the final thing will yes. look like. You worry about how it's going to be received, yep. you know, how many comments. But his philosophy is like, you know, I've got followers in the millions, mm. but if it's a low-performing video like 30K or if it's a high one in the millions, I don't mind yep. because I'm focused on the long term. And yep. that's kind of his way of looking at things, which I think is very, it makes a lot of sense, especially yeah. being able to kind of, look at it from a bird's eye point of view. So on that note, do you, do, when you're posting, do you get nervous? Yeah. <laughs> like, since, since you're oh, definitely. Like, since 2018. Yeah. Definitely. So look, um, look with the Chains family, like it's mainly my grandma and I, I say a few things, you know. Uh, it's purely creative. It's purely for entertainment. So on TikTok, there are, there are two different um, subcategories of creators. One is the business kind of creator that's doing it for yep. monetary kind of gain. And one is the entertainer who yep. basically does it to entertain and then like their main monetization is um, brand deals and exposure. Yep. So they're two different business models. So with Chain's family, I love it because like it's just comedy. It's, it's, there's no expectations of anyone yep. doing anything. There's no call yep. to action. Um, so that's easy because it's all- oh, so when you post at the Chains family, given that it's that big, you're quite chill about it. You're not worried about the message, like you know, whatever. Because sometimes for me, I'm like, is what it, you know, is things that I'm saying could be construed as this, as that. Like sometimes that's the kind of worry that I had in my head upon clicking post. <laughs> Usually, I draft it three times and re-listen to it ten times, and then I hit post. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would classify you more as a business kind of uh, creator yes. um, because, yeah. look, your I guess your ultimate goal would be to um, for monetary value, but also you know to inform people. Yeah. Um, but with comedy and stuff like that, um, you kind of need to be edgy. You kind of need to push mm. the barriers of like what you can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we're a little bit loose with that, and yeah. we we have um, a bunch of. Um, uh, how do we say we have a bunch of formats that we can use 
reliably over and over again. Yes. And we know that it's going to get the same results. Mm. So, Sing the song, Granny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we've developed um, like, you know, 15 to 20 formats that we can um, revisit. Yeah. That will always get us results. So we've already fallen into a certain system and a groove that, yeah, yeah that. And your and grandma's already like on the groove as well. Like, yep, yeah, let's do it. Exactly. So she knows exactly <laughs> what's up. And um, yeah, so we can do that now. Um, mind you, we, we have had a few videos that like we've almost been cancelled over during the years. So really? yeah. So sometimes experimentation. Um, yeah, it has Did you its have to risks. Take it down or you left it up? Oh, I definitely took it down. Okay. <laughs> some had, yeah. some what, had. I'm just thinking, what could Granny say that would let you <laughs> Oh, so look, usually it's subtle things like, um, yeah. like if we're wasting food. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, or if we're using, if it's a racial kind of thing, like if yeah. we have like a certain doll that is not yeah. kind of PC, yeah. um, or, or even if, leaving like, the tap open. <laughs> The yeah. yeah, you yeah. can be cancelled for anything on TikTok these days. So, um, yeah, we've just learned over the years to to not kind of be, um, uh, to be more sensitive to these kind of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you kind of, I guess, from a business creator standpoint, like is that kind of what you're looking to do is to kind of, you know, bring on get your audience, bring them in, get them into like coaching sessions um, and, and doing things like that? Yes, absolutely. Because the opportunity right now is short form video is not going away. It's only yeah. going to get bigger in the next five, 10 years. Yeah. So, and there's a whole army of people out there that are not leveraging it um, and are not doing as well as they can do. It's the one that's whinging at Instagram. <laughs> Exactly. Look, look. Instagram um, and YouTube are already, you know, they're already on yeah. the ball. They're already shifting towards that. So, which means that you know, short form is definitely not going away. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, these are skills that people need to learn, and a lot of people don't realize this. But in the last four years, the path has been paved. So it's not like people are still smashing their head against the wall trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. I mean, mm-hmm. it's already. The path is paved if you follow the path and if you do certain things and obviously iterate over time, it's, and there's a 95% chance that you're going to get to where you're uh, wanting to go. So yeah. I'm just trying to, yeah, like release the easy. source to people. Make it yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Make and then like, like you said, like in terms of long, long form, like storytelling for TikTok, like how do they see long, long form happening? Is it like two minutes, three minutes, four minutes? they're like releasing 10 minutes, I believe. 10 minutes, right, yeah. right. So TikTok um, are pushing for 10-minute videos now. Mm. Um, oh, and yeah. in the future, 10-minute videos will be the, the norm. Um, this is what I see for the future. I, I see less of the, you know, million-like kind of videos. Yeah. And more the like, you know, like maximum 100K likes, um, but more videos. So long, longer videos, but yeah, less, less likes and less trendy. And it's going to be more towards like valuable kind of content. So like YouTube kind of long form kind of. Yeah, exactly right. So I, I think they're going to be um, uh, focusing on more, more like educational, um, valuable, yeah. you know, things that... Um, yeah, create value for the audiences and not just kind of like ride on some hype or like some TikTok dance or something. 
Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's like very, like when you say that, it, it makes me think a lot about YouTube and like, you know, the idea of um, the content that's kind of, it's like an evolution, right? So yeah. you start out with pranks and then you do challenges and then you do, you know, and then it kind of evolves to like this, you know, and I, I think it works because mm. as a consumer, I'm pretty much all night going on video to video, video, you know, and you actually yeah. learn a lot about, um, you know, things that the Disney Channel stars, like, you know, that's kind of some of the Patrick CC, a lot of like the YouTubers that I, I watch, you just think, wow, like they've done a shit ton of like research into what they do and they're able to package it up and, you know, you actually learn a lot mm. without realising it. Absolutely. I love Patrick CC, by the way. Like, that yeah, guy's yeah. super dope. <laughs> He's so good. Like, Patrick CC, and I like the way he is, like, chill, but then he kind of approaches things, and there's, like, a punk rock M M MBA, um, and, and he kind of has his audience, but he's very much geared towards, like, punk rock, the evolution of punk rock. <laughs> it's just really, like, you know, you just think, wow, I'd never thought that that offering would be something I'm interested in, but, but the yeah. way they tell it as a creator the way they handle it is like why i'm watching it yeah because i assume i wouldn't be like their target audience but you know you still watch it you watch it for them yes absolutely i mean yeah. and you hit the head you hit the nail right on the head right there mm. i mean the, the future evolution of business is going to be unlocking customers you never even thought were yeah. interested in your products yeah but they are because i mean um the the marketing pyramid goes like this. There's only 3% of people who are ever ready to buy now what you're offering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if but now, um, you know, people are unlocking the, the rest of the 97% that aren't looking through mm. the crafting, mm -hmm. through the strategic crafting of their content. Yeah. Mm. So, like, look, it used to be in the old way that, you know, you would do marketing to search for the people who are interested right now and, you know, their neck is bleeding and they, they need your service right now. Need a Band-Aid. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But you're spending all, they used to spend all their money targeting 3% of the whole market. Yeah. But now it's coming to a place where they're realizing, oh, wow, there's this other market that could potentially buy our products mm -hmm. um, that, you know, we could be actually changing our messaging to like unlock. Hmm. So, so true. Yeah. Because if Patrick CC sold me anything, I'd be like, yes, yes. Because <laughs> you trust him, right? <laughs> you just want to support him. You'd be like, yep. Even, this just you know. reminds me of that video. I don't know. There's a lot of like trend in, I know it's a lot in Douyin, like in the Chinese TikTok, mm. where they just show you like 20 random products and they use it and they just, as they go through the day. Mm -hmm. And then just like, I want to buy everything. <laughs> just like everything they use, I want to buy. It's like, well, I mean, you never knew you needed that until you no, saw it. Yeah, yeah. No way. Like, no, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't think I needed that, but I want it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that comes back to this other point where like most businesses think for people to buy my products, I need to talk about how good I am. Oh, I'm so good. I've been in business 30 years. Oh, this is so great. Uh, we have such a professional team. But um, short form video is is unlocking the other business, uh, the other people by demonstrating. Yes. Instead yeah. of just saying how good you are, you actually just you can demonstrate how good you are. Yeah. And then the people are like, "Whoa! I didn't. This guy can do this, and he can fix this problem for me. I didn't yeah. even know. Like, exactly. all right, I'm gonna hire this person. 
It's like those Amazon finds channels. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> and would you say like to niche down? Like because I I kind of like chatting to you. It seems like you've really paved this journey so you're like an encyclopedia right it's kind of like you know what's kind of next and what's coming up as you said so would you know if you were starting out or if you're in a specific niche do you stick to the niche or do you kind of branch out slowly to kind of as a way of building success for for the long term yeah absolutely look niching down is always a great idea Mm. now um look Social media platforms are coming and going all the time. So, mm. you know, you had Vine and it disappeared. You had Musical.ly who got bought out. You had all these, you know, Bebo and like, uh, well, what's that, uh, MySpace and stuff. Yeah. They died, right? So, look, we don't know if TikTok's going to be here, um, Instagram, Facebook. They probably will be, but like we don't know. Mm. So, in the end, it's all about like learning the fundamentals of human psychology and marketing. So, when it comes to this the fundamentals never change. Why do people say you need to do your market research before you start a business? Because yeah. you need to understand the language of the people that you're trying to attract. So that's why niching is so important. Because if you're talking about 10 different things and like, you know, people come to your page because they're attracted by one thing on the For You page, then they come to your page and you're talking about five, 10 different things. They're going to be like, what the hell is this? Like, I, mm-hmm. this doesn't help me. Like, I don't know what this person's about. Like, I came for this and now I'm getting all of this, like, other stuff. Um, you're just ne- never going to attract any customers to buy anything from you if you do that. Yeah. So that's why with niching, um, you have to give people what they're expecting from you. Mm-hmm. And they get sucked in from one piece of content. But then you, you want them to come to your page and consume. Look, this actually. Adrian, Mm. your page is the perfect example. Whenever I need to find a place to go on the weekend, I just go to your page and I start scrolling. (laughs) And I and I know straight away that I'm gonna get exactly what I came for. Yeah. Mm -mm. And I and then you are going to be a reliable provider of what I need. So yeah. So then and then every time I see a friend, they're like, where do you want to go for lunch? And I'm like, yes. I don't know. Hold on, just uh, go check out uh, Adrian Wiggy. <laughs> oh, and, and no, well, I mean, it's true. So this is this is the power of what you're doing, and yeah. this is the power of niching down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, another thing is, if a brand is coming to you, like if they see this guy talking about five different things, they're like, oh, I don't know how to even approach this person. Yeah, yeah. So look, niching down is basically signposting. Who you are, what you do, and how you can help. Yeah. yeah. Good point, actually. Yeah, because it's, like, it's like a store, right? Yeah. Because you don't go to David Jones for $2 novelty items. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't think of it like that, but it's so true. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, if you go to a juice, juice shop, you're not going to get happy. No. You just get juice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> ah, I get it. And it, it, like niching down also helps you helps you make content. Yeah, because yeah. then you're like, oh, I don't need to like figure out what Andrew Tate is doing this week, or oh, I don't gosh. need to. Yeah, I don't need to figure out what's trending. You know, you know what your customers are looking for, and you can make yeah. cust- uh, like content f- speaking directly to them. You don't. Have, you, ha- you can exclude everyone else, and yeah. you can just talk. Yeah, remain focused. And if you realize the people making the most money on TikTok have the least followers. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know what? I've come to that realization as well. well like, what do you? Can you elaborate on that? Yes, absolutely. So um, there are people with millions of followers on TikTok who are broke. Yeah. Yes, who are relatively broke, and there yeah. are people with twenty thousand uh, followers on TikTok making fifty thousand dollars a month recurring. Yeah. yeah. Why is because the people who watch them actually are targeted, and they're actively looking and hanging on to every word that the person is saying. Yeah. And the person that is saying it actually has a funnel to convert their customers into mm. money. Yeah. Yes. Whereas uh, people who are creating for general, like you can have a, you know, like a 10-year-old kid or an army of 10-year-old kids watching your stuff and yeah. you don't even realize that they're never ever going to buy anything from you. Yeah. yeah. Good point. It's, it's, you know, it's amazing because it's like, you know, I think of like the Wizard of Oz, like when the curtain goes up and you're like, holy, like things that you think would make sense don't make sense. Like the million, the person with the 2 million, 3 million, 4 million followers would be rolling in dosh. But then when you kind of get to the bottom of it and you see the curtain go up, you're like, wait a minute, no, because it's, it's exactly what you, you're kind of breaking things down into a science to make it, yeah. understandable right so yeah, yeah and I guess like we people out there how do you stop the temptation of like say oh my god this person got like 1.7 doing you know this trend I've got to do it too like how do you stop that do you always think think of like the shop approach or the customer approach like think of what people yeah. come to you for well I mean the most important thing is to learn what's going on to yeah. actually notice that it's going on yeah. Um, like, how would you ever know that a person with five million followers is broke? You wouldn't. You no. wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't. But um, then you sometimes you see a person with twenty thousand followers, and they make a video on TikTok saying, "I made 20, 20 grand this month." Yes. Yeah. And the first thing you your your mind comes to is that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, they, yeah. Okay. That's no, they didn't. How? But yeah. when you look a bit closer, you realize, okay, maybe they did. Maybe I should listen to these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start to realize things. And I, I think the first thing you need to do is to have a goal. If you want to start an online business, yeah. If you were going to start a donut factory, you wouldn't just go get some money and uh, learn nothing and then just go go wing it. Yeah. yeah, you would you would go to school for it. You would um, I don't know go to a bakery class. You would find a master baker. You would learn everything about it. You would learn how the game works before you actually went ahead and did it. Mm. Because the the conventional wisdom is more followers, more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then once you start pulling back the curtain and learning and figuring out, like, um, well, actually, it's not true. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like for anyone that before, before they start social media and they kind of wing it, um, yeah, you should maybe look into figuring out how to do it first. Yeah. Yeah, like actually thinking about the mechanisms, right? Because everyone's kind of thinking, oh, this is going to get me rich, you yeah. know, and then, you know, they they even if they do get the followers, it's like, well, the followers aren't equating to money. Yeah. What's going on here? Like that frustration of like, you know, everyone says like the ones that have been going for years, they'll say like do something you're passionate about. Yeah, which is you- probably the worst, <laughs> worst, worst piece of advice ever. I mean, right. it, it, it does work on some context, 
Um, yes. But it's so much more nuanced than that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As in, y- yes, you. If you go, say, if you did, um, I don't know, gardening, right? Uh, well, I guess if you're looking, you know, let's just say grass, or uh, I guess not even a product, right? Well, yeah. what would you do? Like just talking about, I don't know, um, something really pa- like specific. So, hobby card, yeah, archery, yeah. Archery. You could sell archery sets, but then you'd be limited to just outdoor archery sets. Is that right? Am I right? To- yeah, I mean. Yeah. Look, just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean the market wants it. <laughs> right. So it's yeah. what the market wants. Yeah. I mean, like, mm. if you're passionate about it, yes, you might build a small little niche community of people who like archery. But, yeah. like, look, say, 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 if you, if we use the fundamental ideas of marketing and you're doing your ideal avatar, your ideal customer avatar, mm. and you realize that this customer avatar is, they're 60 years old, they're interested in archery, but they don't have much money and they're never going to buy any. Then they have no um, they have no habits of buying online. Yeah. Then what oh. are you then what are you gonna sell? Yeah. You're gonna sell nothing yeah. because okay, they're gonna watch your content because they're interested in it, but they'll never buy it because that's not in their habit to do. Mm. Yeah. So like what you're saying is like you would go for, you know, they always say this and they make a joke out of it. I was listening to a podcast, but like you would go, you know, 30, 35, 40 mums, stay-at-home mums with, a, you know, looking after the bank account for the husband mm. and the family. Like is that where you would go like from a marketing point of view? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a whole process to do this. Mm. Um but look, different people have different needs and different people have different habits and shopping and, you know, what you do. So look, a lot of people, when they niche down, they're just like, all right, I'm targeting this person, this person, done. Yeah, Five yeah, minutes, yeah. I'm done. And mm, they just yeah. make that decision, um, which is a fallacy. It's a massive, massive mistake because mm. you need to understand the demographic, how old they are. What are their hopes and dreams? What are they scared of? What? keeps them up at night what are their problems and then you have to realize what you have to go into the psychographic what do they believe in what do they not believe in what what attracts them what repels them you know the clearer you can get about this um the the easier you can craft your messaging to them Otherwise, you're just, you know spraying a shotgun into the wind and hoping one of the little pellets land Mm. Yeah, but if you're not clear on who you're doing, you're not even going to know that the pellet landed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's some, like, really interesting stuff. <laughs> like, when did your course come out? <laughs> yeah. So, interesting thing, like, I started my channel two weeks ago two and, weeks ago. Um, yeah, and, like, I'm just still iterating. So, you're just building so, portfolio, essentially. Absolutely. For me, I'm still kind of trying to define my ideal customer yeah, so I'm not going to put out a service until mm. I understand my my um, customer like intim- intimately. Yeah. You know? yeah. So look, for me, I think it's going to be a one to three month. Like again, this is what I'm talking about. People think five minutes they'll find out what their niche is. Yeah. I'm 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 gunning for a goal of one to three months to really yeah. un- understand my customers before I'm even putting out any content towards them because in the end it's it is a matter of responsibility how can you understand somebody and offer them something that will truly help them with a five-minute decision 
yeah. you have to be you have to take some kind of responsibility to understand them and realize oh these are the actual problems that they're going through this is what's going to be valuable so when i sell my product for you know $1000 it's going to be the best $1000 that they ever spent because it's going yeah. to take them from this situation to that situation yeah yeah what, what kind of content are you putting out there right now like short form wise Yeah. So look, for me, um, I am trying to find my tone of voice. Yeah. So um, going from an entertainment creator where it's yep. just like quick dopamine rush, you know, grab their attention, do something outrageous and crazy. For me now, it's really um, important that I don't go viral. Yeah. Yes. It's important that I am speaking to the people that I want to attract Mm-hmm. and it's important that every single video that i um make actually gives value to the person that's listening yeah 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 so if it doesn't give value if it's just pure entertainment i don't want to do it yeah yeah whereas agent it seems like you've kind of landed on a nice situation because mm. yours is entertaining but mm. it's also educational right <laughs> i was thinking about yeah. it like even what your recommendation that few, a few months ago I'm yeah. like I still need to go to that shop I'm hungry I want to repeat because it was so good you know what I mean like it hits the right chord yes. yeah you do your research like you know your stuff I eat it yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's my research <laughs> and and you know that's that's exactly the thing um See Adrian's business model is going to be different from my business model yeah. so you need to tweak your content to suit your business model Yeah. Yeah. So for consultants, they need to speak a certain way, they need to, you know, like I use certain words, they need to solve problems a different way. Yeah. Um and because it's conducive of people calling them up on the phone and saying I need consulting or buying a course. But with Adrian, I guess his idea is to look, my content is going to do this for these kind of people. Mm-hmm. This is the monetary kind of um like areas that I want to attract. Yeah. So I'm going to make content this way. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a like a one size fits all for all things. Yeah. 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 No, that's so, exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So cool and like would you if you were a betting man like what kind of um apps or you know places should people invest their time on social media? Is it all TikTok or do you see something else happening? Or everywhere. Omnichannel, omnipresence. Yeah. Yes. So omnipresence is definitely the best. Um yeah. look Again, it's horses for courses. So if you're if you're a consultant, um you would still have more like you definitely TikTok is a great way to springboard, but a lot of your customers might not even be on the app. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's still skewed towards a younger audience. Yes. Um but I'm I'm doubling down on TikTok because I know the most about TikTok. Yes. So sometimes you need to stick to what you know. Um but like for other businesses maybe lawyers accountants stuff like that like TikTok could be a good place to also be on mm. but it doesn't need to be your main thing you could still like be better on Instagram uh Facebook Twitter or like YouTube Twitter. shorts yeah, yeah yeah or even making long form content on YouTube yeah 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 cuz yeah. i mean Adrian and i were talking about it but it seems like the guys on YouTube they're really like um living their best lives because it's all ad, you know YouTube adsense and yeah. depends on what niche they're in but they Absolutely yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. Only only people like you know Andre Jick, um, you know Stephen Graham and stuff. You know they're they're the only ones that are making the big bucks. Yeah. Um, but look, I I know a person who has three hundred k followers on uh, YouTube who's making four hundred dollars a month off AdSense. Yeah, yeah. Which is you which is get, like even you know you get the feast and famine. So it depends absolutely. on what niche you're in, yeah. right? Yes, um, yes. This is like what I'm beginning to, because my background is in research and like, you know, as a journalist, you kind of really absorb the research and I'm kind of seeing patterns where, yes, YouTube, but YouTube for specific niches, like so finance, business, um, history, education, like certain niches. Absolutely. And also, look, YouTube is a great way to, look, the main reason why you should be online is to support a current business that you have. Mm. Mm. So if you have a YouTube channel with 300,000 followers um, and you have a business in the back to kind of, um, you know, drive traffic to, mm. then actually the business should be your main source of income and not the AdSense. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's your sole goal to make, you know, content creation the main aim of your life. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's people like, you know, Dude Perfect, um, you know, Mr. Beast, because, yeah, yeah they're they're their sole goal is to drive as many like uh, views to their videos as possible. Mm. And that's what they're gunning for. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, if you're t- talking about finance, then you talk about finance, not because you expect 20 million views on your video. You yeah. talk about finance so you can drive traffic to your other products so that yeah. you can make millions on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's also fascinating, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're so excited to where you're going. Yeah, the, the yeah the direction isn't isn't like the direction of it is yeah. just really fascinating because it's like a really glimpse into the future, but not like yeah. the near future. You know, like yeah. I think from now, a lot of people will be live streaming, and it will just be a new currency conversion. Yeah, there. yeah. Because that's Absolutely. yeah, that's what's already what's happening in the a lot of countries yeah, right now. That's yeah, that's right. It's only a matter of time, right? Oh, what do you think about the fact that the Discovery page is gone? I heard it's coming back, though. Yeah, look, I've never used the Discovery page in my life. Really? Oh, my God. I used to use it all the time. I didn't even notice yet, to be honest. Um, But, yeah, that's every creator is absolutely, it's so different. Since I've become a a TikTok advisor, so to speak, um, I've learned so much about TikTok that I have never even noticed. <laughs> so, uh, like, for example, I never believed in hashtags because I've never used a hash. Like, I, yeah. I rarely use hashtags because yeah. I, I, I used to think they were just completely useless. Useless. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to figure out that, yes, maybe hashtags are good to, for, for the algorithm to find who to serve your customers. Yeah. Like a, yeah, who to serve your videos to. Um, I learned about, um, yeah, I, I also thought using trending sounds was like pretty bullshit. Um, yeah. But now I'm realizing that, oh, yeah, you know, once in a while it's, it could boost your views, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did learn about the hashtags through the TikTok webinars that I came in as well. And they were showing us the, um, like, there is like this graph with every post that you do that shows like what hashtag resulted in what things to your video and then what words you're saying with what words that you're saying in your content 
brings your audience like it yeah, shows the it, grass it, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, say yeah, Samsung so. then people that like Samsung will start be, will uh, be showing your content basically yeah, yeah. and it's, it's <sighs> yes I was like oh my gosh yeah but it, they do the same with YouTube like yeah. a lot of the YouTube they um, kind of they analyze the words that you say in the YouTube. Yeah. So if you're saying fashion, history, like, you know, lipstick, bras, blah, 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 then it's going to push that the audience. Pa- the particular graph that they showed me, I remember it even showed, like, um, what words makes people swipe away from your content. Like, when? Which word? Which word? Oh, yes. <laughs> and then when do people click follow? Like, what word does, or what moment in time that makes people oh, click follow? Right. On your content, like yeah, it's it's crazy. That's awesome. I mean, do you, do you still have <laughs> do you still have that webinar? No, they they showed me. Um, the thing is, so okay, what happened was I was meant to join a webinar, and then um, they sent me the wrong link, so I couldn't join. As a as a um, uh, what's the word? As a sorry, I guess as an apology, they invited me. <laughs> the person that like this person then invited me and did the webinar in private with me and then showed me some stuff that yes yeah, <laughs> that I can't take a picture I can't take a picture of uh-huh. and I can't, I can't I can only memorize it in my head so that's that's what I remembered that every word that's why he, this person he or she said that um, whatever word that you put on a cap cut if you do make it in cap cut you need to somehow write it or make the caption closed caption turn on because so that TikTok captures the word correctly because sometimes what you oh, say it's incorrect yeah sometimes they might not hear it correctly so but if you turn on the closed caption they will be captured correctly because essentially the words that are captured in the video itself is hashtags essentially whatever things that you're saying ah, so because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Gra- so literally there's grass with every single moment or every single word that you're speaking yeah. and it was yeah it was fascinating scary and fascinating <laughs> yeah scary scary very scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 an interesting topic because um mm. like uh TikTok has become more of an SEO search engine in the yes. last few months. Uh there is an article that says from the demographics of like 13 to like 24 or whatever, it's number one search engine now. It's no longer oh. Google, it's TikTok. From yeah, the younger yeah. demo- the younger demographics. I do start searching. I actually started searching like whenever I want to go to places. I want to go to Google. I search. I'm like, because I need to see the short content video. I can't. I'm. I'm not. Photo doesn't do much for me anymore. <laughs> the reviews. That's yeah, that's so crazy. Oh well, you know that's that's you know. Is there anything more? I mean, you no. you just like. Actually, where would people find you? Yes, if, yes. If this video tell blows us. up, yes. like where can people find you to give us all of the, um, all your content? places like different platforms yeah where can people see you cool i mean so our main channel the chains family um obviously that's the one with my grandma um and then with my consulting uh channel it's ricky difference so exactly how it's i will follow it after you after this yes excellent um and that's it look if you want to contact me um look my email is on my bios and yeah yeah, thanks for having me on like this was such an honor